In today's episode, Amy Froud of the MBA Admissions and Recruiting Team sits down with Ivy MBA alumni Jad Hashmi, Jessica McEwen, and Devon Seth to the perspectives of the value of the Ivy MBA. The conversation will explore their own perspectives of what the MBA delivered, as well as valuable takeaways of the MBA curriculum, supports, Ivy Network, and more. Thank you everyone who's joining uh, today. I know uh, just looking at the registration list, there were you know some, some interesting areas uh, around the world that I saw. So uh, obviously this is a global program. So, so we welcome you uh, to, to listen in on this event this evening. And, uh, and I'm really happy to, to be hosting this event uh, with three of our amazing alumni. So just to get started, my name is Amy Froud. I'm one of the associate directors for the Ivy MBA full-time program at Ivy Business School. Um, and so for the course of the next uh, you know, half hour or so, I'm just going to ask that you mute yourselves. Um, and at the end of the session, I will be taking questions or our panelists will be taking questions for you. Um, and also you can enable the, um, or you can use the, the raise hand function as well. Okay. But uh, throughout the next half hour or so, we're just going to uh, focus on uh, the, the conversation at hand, and that is the value of the IB MBA. And so I'm excited uh, to welcome my uh, my guests tonight. And so I think we'll get started with introductions in um, no specific order, but maybe I'm going to start in <laughs> the left top hand corner, and that would be you, Jad. So if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself uh, a little bit about your pre-MBA experience and, and what you're doing now. Sounds good. So hi, everyone. Um, my name is Jad, and I am a graduate of the class of 2021. Um, so pre-IV, I uh, was working for the government. So I was living out in Ottawa, working for Export Development Canada, um, very much focused on geopolitical risk and financial crimes. So a very different world from the business world. Um, I was looking to make a transition into the business world. Um, I was struggling to do so from government. So went back to Ivy to do my MBA. Um, and then following the completion of the MBA, have spent some time at RBC as part of their leadership development program. So did a rotation in capital markets and did a rotation in internal strategy. Um, from there, I joined Strategy and, um, and spent some time there in the consulting practice, pretty much working across most of their industries. And then very recently, about three or four weeks ago, I uh, joined Sun Life as a director in their corpse track group. So it's a bit about me and pleasure to meet everybody. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, we will now move along to Devang. Thank you. Hi, uh, my name is Devang. I'm from New Delhi, India. I'm from the class of 2023, so just recently graduated. Uh, before my MBA, I've had an experience uh, in sustainability and climate change. Uh, started my career in corporate social responsibility at Coca-Cola, transitioned into doing a lot of circular economy work for the United Nations, and then joined a climate change startup after. I think one of the reasons I wanted to do an MBA is really transition into impacting like the bottom line of the business and understanding how different functions work together. Uh, and then I had an opportunity to do my MBA at Ivy. And post-Ivy, I'm currently a part of RVC's leadership development program. I'm currently working in their uh, AI uh, AI team, and I'm going to be transitioning into more of a venture capitalist role. So I'm really excited to be here. And uh, over to you. Over to you, Jess. Yeah. 
Um, hi, I'm Jessica. I'm a graduate of the class of 22. Um, I work at McKinsey and Company as an associate. So in the consulting world, prior to IB, I was working at a regional bank out of Calgary, where I'm originally from. Um, and I spent eight years there across roles in retail and wealth management and kind of used IB as that pivot into a new industry. So happy to chat about that. Wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I hear a few, uh, you know, synergies between a, a few of you there in terms of how you started your roles. And, uh, and that's great. And we might uh, dig into that a little bit as well. But uh, thank you and, and welcome. And so I think, you know, just to, to get uh, the conversation moving along, uh, it would be I, I guess what I want to start with here is just touching on your backgrounds and, and you all come from different backgrounds uh, to, to a degree. And so, you know, for each of you, it's a maybe a different path forward when you're exploring um, the MBA program. And so, you know, putting yourself back in, in those shoes, thinking backwards, um, you know, there are different things that matter to different uh, prospective candidates. And I'm sure you each had a list of, of things that you were thinking about. And, and we like to kind of, um, I guess, put those in, in two areas. And so one is like the must-haves and one is the uh, the nice-to-haves, right? So the non-negotiables and, and the nice-to-haves. And so I'd be interested to know, uh, you know, when looking at the MBA programs, what was it uh, that stuck out to each of you? Um, and you can maybe just talk you know, talk to one of those points or maybe two um, that stuck out that you thought, you know what, that, that is, uh, that is necessary, that that is something that is, is going to be a game changer to me with, with IB. Yeah. So any one of you, I'm going to turn it over to uh, anyone to, to I, can, I can start. Sure. I think one of the key things that was like a must-have for me uh, was the case study methodology. Mm-hmm. I really researched deep into the university that was providing that. Uh, from a learning perspective, I didn't really want to go into the more theoretical sort of uh, lecture-based approach. I wanted to be really engaging. Mm-hmm. And I shortlisted uh, universities. I think Ivy was the top of it. We have an 85% kind of case study methodology. And when you're actually... Um, doing a case in a classroom in person, you can really get a lot about real, you know, world business problems. And uh, another thing was like the perspectives of all the students and your classmates really adds value to how you can solve things. Um, so for me, I think the must have was the case study methodology. And uh, it, it's it's a great, great opportunity uh, to be a part of that. So that, that was my uh, takeaway from that. Yeah. And I think, you know, just touching on, uh, that collaborative approach is is so key. It's 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 a I would say it's quite unique, um, you know, to MBA in terms of you know how you're working together and and learning teams and you're leaning on one another as well. And so, kind of uh, you know the gathering of information and and the skills that uh, it's almost like osmosis that you develop, uh, you know, from from working with others is is really key as well. So thank you for that. Anyone else to share? Yeah, I can jump in. Sure. Sure. We're tied. Um, I think just more like pragmatic is like it was a one-year program and I was Mm -hmm. a little bit further into my career um, and I wasn't willing to be away from work for two years for two reasons, like professional development, leadership opportunities, but also like the financial burden of a two-year program. Um, And so really weighing that investment in a program. Um, And so in addition to like all of the the things that Devong mentioned, I think the the length was really attractive for me. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good point. And when we talk about, you know, the value of the IBMBA, you can give it the value, right? I mean, literally, it's uh, one year less out of the market. So you're in a program for one year condensed period of time. And then you return, right? Uh, and so that return on investment grows pretty quickly. And uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a huge advantage uh, for many of our candidates in the program. So yeah, thank you for that, Jess. And Jad. Yeah, so I'd say for me, the big piece just given that I come from a pretty non-traditional business background was a strong reputation and a school that had a strong alumni network. Mm -hmm. um, Growing up in and around the region, I had always known Ivy as kind of being one of the top business schools in the country. And I knew that there was a lot of individuals in the business world, specifically in Toronto, that had come from Ivy. Um, so I was very much looking for a program where there was a strong alumni network that I could tap into um, mm -hmm. to lean on and that the school had a very strong reputation, which I thought would bode well for me when I would begin applying and going up against other folks. So that for me mm -hmm. was a big piece. Yeah, I mean, that that is definitely a... You know, I, I would say a big factor um, in in terms of many of our candidates choosing Ivy as well. So yeah, I would uh, I would second that. We have uh, actually thirty five thousand strong globally. It's hard to believe, but uh, yeah, I mean, usually in any large metropolitan city, you're going to find uh, a nice grouping of alum uh, to represent. So yeah, a, a great network, um, and we call it a pay it forward type of network. Uh, they're always there. Uh, to count on and and very responsive so yeah that's a that's a great uh great example for sure uh so i guess you know moving along when we're we're thinking about um now that you're you know you're out into the workforce and uh, you can reflect a little bit more on your time when you think back um to your time at ivy what would you say are really the top I guess, two or three takeaways of the MBA. So thinking about maybe things that you weren't expecting going into the program um, in terms of how, you know, there may be value, um, value added that you didn't expect or, you know, it didn't really equate at the time. But looking back now, you can see how there were things, uh, you know, maybe kind of um, woven into the program. Um, I always like to use time management and prioritization as one of those things where you don't actually know that it's happening and then you graduate from the program and like you are, um, you know, a genius <laughs> in terms of managing your time and priorities and, and everything else. So, I mean, I may have already maybe taken one of your examples, but, uh, you know, in, in that frame of mind, you know, thinking about the benefits that those kind of hidden things and, and the value added piece. Um, can any of you speak to that? Um, I, I can start again. Um sure. I think it's the ability to work in diverse teams. I did not realize that it would have so much of an impact, a positive impact, that is, you, mm -hmm. you know, after the MBA coming to very diverse uh, kind of workforce here in Canada. And the program really inculcates the culture of working with teams, with different backgrounds, with different industries. And it's like kind of built in into the program. You have things called learning teams uh, where you're working alongside the same five individuals for a couple of weeks. You're solving the same problems. Um, you have 24-hour uh, reports where you're sitting in a room for 24 hours trying to solve a real-world problem. Uh, so I think it's really important 
to understand how to be a part of a team, when to be a leader of a team or when to listen to others and uh, respect each other's opinions. And I think that's really set me up for success uh, while working in, in the organization that I am, which is RBC. It's also a very global bank mm-hmm. uh, with diverse people. So it's the ability for me to maneuver relationships and teams. I think that's really increased because of the IVMBA. And it's I, I don't believe you get it anywhere uh, in the globe uh, the way you work in teams here at Ivy. So I, I didn't expect that. And it, it was a positive takeaway from my MBA. Yeah, that's great. I think um, you've touched on one of the Ivy leadership essentials. It's one of those pieces that, uh, you know, it's, you know, when you're working in teams and um, you're relying on one another and leaning on one another. And sometimes it's a matter of, yeah, you do sit back a little bit. Uh, you're not always in the driver's seat. Um but then sometimes it's a matter of leveraging other people's skill sets, you know, to to move forward and, and to learn. And so it's very, like you said, very collaborative. And uh, it's one of those pieces that just, I would say, organically happens, uh, you know, through the process. So that's great to hear. And and yeah, I, I, I understand that. Jeff, how about you? Sure, I can go next. Um, more on the cheesy front, I think I was surprised um, of the, the like really great genuine friends that I came out of the yeah. program with. I'm not surprised that I was able to make friends, um, but that you only have a year, like I mentioned before. And I think a lot of people question like, are you going to build that network that you talked about and our strong pay forward network? But like some really great lifelong friends. I just got married and one of my first friends from the NBA was one of my bridesmaids. And so it was like funny to look back at and be like, wow, we were like the most fast friends. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think that was like a really valuable takeaway for me. Obviously, um, lots of great skills that I learned really quickly at Ivy. And I think one of those is is in the... um, like they were on the recruiting front, right? Like you really get well-trained on how to go get yourself a job and sell yourself. And it was interesting now when I speak to people who are just starting off in the program and and we have our coffee chat and I think, oh, talk to me in six months. You're going to be a completely different person. You're going to know how to have this interaction, right? And so it's kind of funny to talk to people later on and see how the IV process has kind of worked their magic on these people and how how different their line of conversation is and and how they talk about their skills so um those are my two that's great no i think uh yeah the the friendship piece i mean that is not cheesy whatsoever i totally get that and it's something that i hear about often and and just like the close relationships that are formed from really day one of the program and i know i hear this a lot you know your learning team your first learning team (laughs) It, uh, you know, those bonds are real and they carry with you. And so, uh, you know, definitely, definitely understand that. And I think that's really, really valuable. Um, yeah. And, and of course, you know, like just the, the guidance that you receive uh, throughout the program and uh, and just the growth, right, the, the growth that takes place uh, over the months. And all of a sudden, wow, you're it's like full circle. <laughs> it's how did it happen? But uh, yeah, that's great. And uh, what about yourself, Chad? The big thing that I wasn't expecting was like the decision-making in ambiguous situations. Okay. Um, oftentimes, you know, you normally have all the facts in front of you and all of the information that's necessary to make a decision. Um, when you look at a lot of the cases that we work through, while you may have most of the information there, there is a lot of ambiguous situations and, and information that may be missing that you're sort of forced to go out and find yourself or forced to, to think outside the box. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that for me really resonates more once you actually leave out and get into the workforce where, you know, if you get into a strategy related role, oftentimes nobody knows the answer. So there is no answer or solution for you to look to, look towards. And you're often given a bunch of information. You're not sure what's useful, what's not. And mm-hmm. based on that, you have to decipher what makes the most sense, what doesn't, and then ultimately craft a path forward under very stressful situations. So that for me was a big takeaway that I wasn't expecting going in, but I think I mm-hmm. developed as part of that program. Yeah, I would say that's that's a big one. And we talk about that a lot, um, you know, with our conversations, uh, you know, with incoming candidates. And it, it really does set you up um, that type of learning in the classroom to work through ambiguity. Right. Because you're not always given all of the information. Sometimes you're given too much, sometimes too little. But I mean, really what it's mimicking is real world, um, you know, in your career. And, and I think it sets you up to, you know, be comfortable uh, in that position, you know, to move forward. Um, so yeah, that, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, all of them are great points. And so thank you for sharing. Um, and so I guess, you know, thinking about our program, um, you know, it, it is unique in, in many ways. We're a one-year program. Um, you know, we've got an amazing alumni network, I would say, you know, thinking about key differentiators, alumni network, uh, case-based study, one-year program, um, but we also have an amazing career management team and um, really they are world renowned in, in many ways in, in terms of how they support, um, you know, our students. And so I would say, you know, how how about the value in terms of helping you, um, you know, succeed? I know it's you're doing the work. Uh, so you know, giving you guys the, the credit there, but in terms of the value uh, that they add to the uh, to the journey, uh, how could, could you speak to that in terms of the support, the advice, uh, the you know, just kind of mentoring throughout, um, and and how that made an impact? Um, for me, the big thing was just how well connected they are in the industry. Um, and how many times they've gone through this process. So whether you want to get into consulting, you want to get into finance, CPG, um, they almost seem like you're talking to experts who have done this time and time again, really understand what's necessary for you around crafting a a strong resume, crafting a strong cover letter, what type of questions to expect during the interview, you know, Mm -hmm. who you need to be reaching out to and and what you need to be talking about. So for me, that was a big value piece for, for myself was that I felt like I was talking to specific recruiting experts for all of the industries that I was looking for. And that um, was a major help in terms of being able to just prepare for the different types of interviews that I was going to be coming across. Yeah, yeah that, that's great. And yeah, I mean, you, you touched on it too, just that they are experts in the field. And so there are specialized career coaches, you know, they're, they're living it, um, you know, they're gathering their intel, uh, they're, they're working in the markets. And so they are really, truly experts in terms of advising um, on how to move forward, um, you know, how to be competitive and, uh, you know, th- those questions to ask as well. And so, so that's, yeah, I mean, I, I would say that's very valuable, um, very valuable to hear. What mm-hmm. I can also add uh, mm-hmm. to that is they're very involved, which is, which is, which is amazing. Like the, the, from day one uh, till till after you graduate, even they're involved in your life, invested in your life the entire time. 
And, uh, you know, we have these things called uh, Get Connected, if you're talking about them, where we can actually go and visit uh, all the organizations that are coming to recruit. So they allow you and give you that platform where you can have one-on-one time uh, uh, with, with the employees there or the hiring managers. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that's how it is. And I think I had a great uh, journey with the career management. They, they supported me and um, they gave me the right skill sets to kind of maneuver my way into my current job. And I know for a fact that uh, they're also supporting people post the MBA as well. So I think they're invested personally from day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think uh, I've seen any university have the resources to do that uh, uh, with, with their students. So I think that's a great positive. That's great. Yeah. And and they are, I, I would say that they're often re- referred to as partners uh, in the process, right? So it's a matter of, you know, you're doing half the work, they're meeting you halfway. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, they really are, um, you know, tr- truly great at what they do in, in terms of the knowledge and uh, and commitment to it. So, yeah, that's great. And how about yourself, Jess? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pull on the thread a little bit more about um, their expertise. I think that mm-hmm. the side that we see of of career management a lot is is as a coach, as a mentor, as someone mm-hmm. to say, hey, I just got this phone call from this person in the industry. I have no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. I've had that emergency phone call with with my coach. Um, or hey, I got this offer. Um, how do I talk about it? Can we practice? Right. And so mm-hmm. that's great. I agree with what's been said um by the guys so far. I think the other piece that go- is like an enormous piece of us being successful in in going to industry post MBA are their relationships with the industry. Like there's an entire function that sits within Ivy that only focuses on these corporate relationships and how they bring these companies to campus mm-hmm. and how we maintain these relationships, how we understand what they're looking for in a given year um, that I would say is probably unprecedented. Um, so, so our coaches not only know how to get us perfected for going to interviews, um, but they're also making sure that people are coming to the table to meet us there, right? Um, and participating in these events, like Devon mentioned. And I think that you don't see that. That's not something that's on the Ivy website, but we have these long lasting and very valuable relationships with industry, despite being in London, right? I think mm-hmm. a lot of like the counter argument for Ivy is like, oh, but you're so far from downtown Toronto. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because we have the track record that shows, right? And, I, and now I'm yeah. just being cocky because I think that we all got to see it in process that, mm-hmm. that Ivy mm-hmm. keeps us all connected to the city um, mm-hmm. and to industry in general. But that's the other piece that I think we don't see often. Yeah, no, and I'm glad you mentioned that, just the the location piece. And uh, I think there's like a myth about, you know, being in Toronto and, you know, you're walking down the street and you're going to be offered a job <laughs> because you're located there. It, it just does not happen that way, truly. And uh, like Jess t- touched on, our coaches are very well connected to industry and uh, our industry partners return year over year, over year, uh, you know, to take part in recruiting. They also know the caliber of the students coming out of the program. They know uh, the expertise. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you touched on that. And, uh, and it really is a myth about the location. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Um, and so I think we're, you know, kind of, uh, we're, we're nearing towards the end, but I think there's one last question that I just wanted to pose. And um, I always like the advice question. And so for those that are tuning in today, um, and, and, you know, we've got those in many different stages of the process. So we have those that are kind of in the initial stages of exploring the program, they're looking at a you know, a number of different ones. We've got those that are in offer stage, those that are, um, you know, started apps. And so I think, you know, it's important to think about, um, you know, what 
you would recommend now that you've been through the process, uh, what would be important to consider um, in terms of advice um, when you're looking at the research uh, and, and exploring the different schools? What are the things to take into account that maybe, who knows, like maybe you didn't think about upfront um, and you wish you had, or, um, you know, maybe they're the, the small pieces um, when looking at the research or maybe the big the big pieces. Um, does anyone want to talk to that? I mean, I can start. As an international student, I think uh, one of the things that you think about, which is one of the most important things, is the return on the investment of your MBA, uh, the financial aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's a big commitment, uh, but I felt that I didn't think of it as a gamble at all. I actually thought that this would add value and there would be an return on my investment and all the things that I've learned across my MBA uh, has currently added to that. Um, you know, the alumni network, you have your your career, uh, your career teams and stuff. So I feel, I feel, I feel you should do it. Like mm-hmm. for sure, if you're thinking about the financial aspect, there's of course support people and international students get jobs. You have transferable skills that you bring from across the globe. Um, Canada values it. The MBA values it. And so does your peers. Mm -hmm. So for any international student who's thinking twice, I think this is the right way to go uh, Mm -hmm. if if you can do it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. That's great advice. I'm I'm glad, you know, having an international student who went through the program, I think you can add, you know, great perspective to that um, in terms of, you know, you've lived it and you've landed, right? And so being a student in the program and speaking to, you know, your own journey through and the success afterwards, right? And and I think that is that is a concern that we hear about um, from our international students that, uh, or our applicants and, and prospects that, you know, how how is it for me compared to domestic students? There's really no difference. Right. It's it's not it's not broken down that way. It's not about, you know, international students versus domestic students. You're all going in, you know, with uh, an equal skill set. You all have something fantastic to offer. Uh, And that is why we don't actually differentiate with employment reports. And I think um, that says a lot, you know, just about, you know, how our international students do in the program so i'd say like the system works like if you're yeah. thinking like what's going to happen after it works like it you works. come in you learn you have yeah. great colleagues you get the skill sets and you land up a great job and yeah. the alumni that comes with it it works it works perfect and who wants to go jad how about jad <laughs> not to call you out <laughs> um i would say for me the biggest piece of advice is really do your research on why you want to do an MBA mm-hmm. and what to you is important. So is, um, you know, switching careers is important. Is a strong school reputation important? Is a strong alumni network important? Is mm-hmm. the style of learning like lecture versus case-based important? And really evaluating what you value the most and what you find to be the most important. Um, for me in particular, because I was looking to transition careers, I was really looking for an institution that, I could learn the business fundamentals from in a real world um, setting, but also where I was going to be set up for success when I entered into the real world. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess my last piece of advice is 
as you consider these opportunities, think about where you potentially want to be 10 or 15 years down the road, whether that's a company or a specific title that you want to have and look up people who are in those roles and see where they have come from. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you, if consulting or investment banking, some of the big careers are what you look for. I'm sure if you look at people that are in those roles, there is probably a pretty significant number of people who have come from Ivy. Mm -hmm. So that's a telling story as to where these individuals were educated from and where they've come from and where they can lead to. So I think it's really Mm -hmm. important that you sort of have a plan as to one, why you want to do the MBA and two, where do you want the MBA to take you? Mm -hmm. And then from there, kind of doing your research to see what makes the most sense for you. Yeah, no, yeah, that that's key. Absolutely. Um, The readiness aspect you've got to know why, right? Like if you can't answer that question, it's uh, then, you know, maybe it's not the right time for you, but uh, you know, you have to be in a, in a good position, um, you know, moving forward to, to know that you want to, you know, perhaps transition. What does it look like? Um, you know, not that it has to be 100% in stone because we know people change their minds uh, and that happens pretty often uh, through the program. But uh, I think that readiness aspect, you know, for growth um, is it, really key. And uh, and Jad, you touched on something. It's not about landing your first role, right? It's about, it's about the, you know, five years down the road, 10 years down the road and looking where you're going to land. It's, uh, it's not about landing in, you know, your your first job with whatever consulting, because probably five or 10 years down the line, you're maybe going to transition into a completely different industry. Um, And like Jad said, looking up those alum, yeah, uh, many are coming from from Ivy and it's just demonstrated the ability to do that, right? To to change um, and and grow year over year. So yeah, that's great. Um, And Jessica, how about you? Yeah, I love Jad's advice about kind of like looking at at folks and seeing where they've been. One thing that I did, um, one thing I didn't realize when I was going through this process and where some of you are who might be applying or considering applying is I didn't really realize that my um, like recruiting partner, like my Amy, I didn't realize that it was like a two-way street, right? So I, I didn't realize that I could, you know, ask questions when I wanted to and like ask about, hey, I've been thinking about whether it's some of the items we talked about today about cases or about career opportunities. Yeah. I don't think I realized how much of a resource resource you were until I started working with you um, on events like this and learning more yeah. about your, about your role. Um, so that's yeah. one piece. The second thing is um, in addition to like looking at folks who have roles that are aspirational for you, look at folks who have similar profiles to you right now. So go in mm-hmm. and say, I want to talk to someone who had had eight years of banking experience before they went to Ivy. So, and, and your mm-hmm. recruiting partner can connect you to that person who, mm-hmm. who might be in the program now or who is already accepted for, for next year and talk to them just as someone who speaks your same language, right? So whether it is because you're an international student or because you are moving across the country, um, they can connect you with a similar profile to understand mm-hmm. what their experience is like. And then maybe you can translate mm-hmm. that to what yours could be. So mm-hmm. that's helpful too. Yeah, that that's great advice. And yeah, thanks for that plug, because <laughs> we try to plug ourselves too. Uh, we, we are part of the process. We are your partner in the process. So um, we love to, you know, connect prospective candidates with other, you know, with alums that have come out and, and can speak to their own experiences. I think that is a huge value. Um, yeah, so thank you for sharing that. So thank you, everyone for joining a, a special thank you to our panelists tonight, Jad, Devang and Jessica. 
amazing insight, super valuable um, in terms of just shedding light in terms of your own experiences in the MBA program and post MBA and the value added uh, in terms of your own experience. So thank you. Just a quick, uh, just a quick reminder to those that are here this evening. Um, we are nearing towards our final deadline for our March 2024 intake. And so uh, just letting you all know, if you do have an application started, if you have that uh, submitted by December 4th, we will be guaranteeing a turnaround by December 22nd in terms of a decision. So it's always nice to have that decision in place before the, the holiday break. Uh, and so something to perhaps look forward to next year. Uh, so just keeping that in mind, we will also have an admissions tips and tricks uh, next week on November 30th and our executive director, JD Clark, uh, will be hosting that one. And, and he's really fantastic in, in delivering some, some great information. So that is uh, up for registration on our website as well. Uh, but thank you again for joining. And uh, I really do hope that this was a great session. Thanks again to all of you. Thanks for tuning in today, and we hope you've left with a deeper understanding of the Ivy MBA experience. 